Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, and this is another of our fortnightly market catch-ups, our first of 2021, and I'm joined by my colleague Jason Durden, Head of Energy Markets and Risk Management at Alpha, to hear what's been going on. Uh, Jason, I gather things have been particularly interesting in the gas market over the last couple of weeks. Uh, What's the situation there? Yes, hello, Jeremy. Yeah, um, never a dull moment. We've had uh, some pretty cold uh, and uh, renewable, sort of um, not friendly weather since Christmas, um, which uh, on current forecasts is expected to continue through this first week of, uh, uh, of January. And there's a few question marks over uh, how long it persists. So we've got uh, variable uh, renewable output. Some days quite good, some days virtually nothing. Uh, and obviously uh, a little bit of an extra call on gas. So since we sort of the markets packed up on Christmas Eve, we've seen 10 or 12% go into spot gas pricing. And uh, we've seen that impact uh, roll out across the near months. That does seem to be, you know, obviously some reason for it, but also perhaps uh, a lot of conjecture over LNG arrivals, which... We are definitely seeing a question mark over that with uh, with very high Asian prices, but they are a little diverting in terms of uh, the Pacific and uh, Atlantic Basin traffic is not uh, is not easily uh, rerouted and switched. There is limited uh, capacity through the Panama Canal. Sending round the Cape is uh, not really viable, and therefore. I think perhaps just a a little bit of opportunism from some of the bulls in the market, taking very high six-year highs on Asian LNG uh, and using that to push European prices. Indeed. And of course, it's that time of year when you'd expect uh, demand to be high. And I gather, you know, some of the temperatures are a little below seasonal norms in parts of Europe at the moment. Presumably that's leading to slightly higher demand. On the other hand, in the UK and elsewhere, we've got the continuing lockdowns. So what's the net effect of that on on gas and indeed power demand, do you think? I think we're almost certainly seeing uh, probably uh, supported demand in terms of if we're looking at 350, 360, 370 MCM in the UK markets and uh, you know similar across uh, northwestern Europe in, in terms of where they are against averages uh, for this time of year. I think, you know, as we've discussed before in this forum, buildings, whether they're empty or full or operational or not, need frost and dew point protection. So there is some heating there. And of course, we're all at home with the heating cranked up to 35 sat in our shorts. So I think in terms of specifically for the UK market, where, you know, the gas demand is really driven by um, by residential, that uh, we're not going to see a slight deterioration or, or sort of uh, uh, lockdown bonuses like we did in the summer. I think, if anything, the impact is supportive uh, of uh, energy demand during peak winter. Well, that's that's an interesting thought about that. And turning to the power market, which you've touched on already, I gather we've seen, uh, you know, record levels of of wind output on the UK system, but but equally some lulls in between. Uh, Sometimes that gives rise to concern about security of supply. And there have been some notices, I gather, from the system operator about uh, concerns over margins. Is, Is that a serious concern or is this the market working as intended? 
I think it's the market working as it intended. I think uh, we're settling into a new warning system, whereas this is this is a, uh, a notice, a system warning that says margins are a little tight. So we've seen a few since their introduction. We've got them pretty much for Wednesday, Thursday and Friday of this week. What I would say is they're not what used to be called an ISM, a notice of in-supply uh, insufficient supply margin uh, and therefore they are really a marker to those in the capacity market that you know there are certain points where we will need um, them to be available and, and operating we are seeing incredibly high spot prices as a result of this and i think you know perhaps uh, we might have to have a look as this develops at what the impact of uh, these notices is doing we've currently got a spot price in the uk that is three times the German spot price for tomorrow and to two and a quarter, two and a half times the French price. Obviously, the spot price is just a um, an amalgam of all the half hourly slot prices. And we've got very, very high prices around uh, the four till six o'clock peaks. You know, we are expected to be um, 46 gigs of peak demand today in the UK. And uh, I think all of this week is likely... Um, uh, triad uh, territory we will have a triad this week i'm pretty sure of it that said i think you know we do need to make sure that the opportunists out there aren't distorting these day ahead prices by holding out for the four and five hundred pound a megawatt hour intervening from uh, the grid to ensure that we supply half hour and half uh, and an hour slots during the peak demand so i think we need to look at that because it does look really out of uh, out of kilter with our with our similarly pressed and uh, you know similarly sized uh, markets uh, across the channel well it's going to be interesting to see if the the UK situation stabilizes as you you rather suspect although we can always expect volatile prices at this time of year and in a sense that is how the market's designed to work and I think with you know triad uh, warnings and uh, high uh, short-term wholesale prices I'm sure those uh, industrial consumers and others on uh, flexible contracts will be were considering what they can do to take advantage of the situation or at least avoid exposing themselves to too much cost um, sort of thinking thinking wider um, You've mentioned obviously some of the international LNG concerns. What what's been going on in the oil markets? Uh, uh, there's some tension there, I gather, between the, the Russians and the Saudis. Is this a big concern or or a bit of a sideshow as far as a uh, short-term consumption is concerned? Well, I think the writing's on the wall, but I suspect that the uh, discourse between the Saudis and the Russians is diverging uh, at pace. I suspect that will hang together probably through Q1. But uh, at $50 a barrel, I think the Russians are keen to take the money. Uh, I think the Saudis see wider risks to obviously... Uh, with the exception of Asia, uh, very limited demand recovery in the first half of this year um, in uh, Europe and the US. You know, we are uh, expecting not only the UK to enter another uh, lockdown, as it, as it has done from midnight uh, last night, but, you know, we're expecting further restrictions to be implemented in the large European markets as well over the coming sessions. So whilst industry is now operational and this is not a return to March, I think it's important to understand that, you know, the free movement of people is still heavily restricted. And obviously that has a significant demand on, on road fuels and therefore oil. And I think the Saudis are really attuned to that. What the Saudis don't want to do is they don't want to, 
uh, perhaps damage this $50 uh, price level that's been reached. It kind of suits them. That's been driven by largely in the run-up to the end of the year, um, the speculative funds and and uh, non-oil-using participants in the market all positioning themselves for 21 recovery. And I think, you know, 21 recovery will come. It's already coming in Asia. But it certainly looks to me on a global scale that, you know, it's being pushed back a little by uh, perhaps some over exuberance. And of course, you know, the huge amounts of money that uh, that has been uh, pushed in to uh, markets by central banks um, and governments. So I think, you know, oil, yes, oil looks to be recovering longer term, but I think there's still some really strong headwinds in terms of uh, uh, in terms of further price addition from here based on based on first half demand clearly that is the price takers and the price makers will will, will fall out of alignment and I think the OPEC plus um, the OPEC plus meeting um, probably a sign of things to come and the divergence of, uh, of that over the coming sessions. Well, that's an interesting point on which to conclude. Obviously, we've got some months ahead of us before we know um, how much and uh, how fast things return to normal, whatever, of course, normal means by then. So thank you, Jason, as ever, for your insights into the market. Uh, An interesting but thankfully not too interesting start uh, to the year. Um, If you're interested in finding out more about this and would like to read any of our reports, do have a look at our website, alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK. And we hope you join us for another podcast again soon. 